when all you do is offer a mad service promotion is free follow that please follow that page black volta e will change your aqua experience my guy come on one plus follower hey so hey so welcome to the black volta nightlife podcast where we delve into everything nightlife all the ins and outs of the nightlife scene all the gossips all the unpopular opinions all the interviews uh we thank you for rocking with us this 2023 we're in a new year um you guys rocked with us the whole of 2022 we recorded about 13 or so episodes um that went viral we had recognition from Spotify and Apple Music and uh we thank you so much for your support this season 2 of the podcast uh we are bringing you three exciting um series we are continuing behind the bar uh where we interview notable people from uh bar owners to mixologists to everything everything in there and then we have uh a new series called uncut um which will be very unfiltered uh, discussions and will be led by both um my co-host Hansom Fell and then a new co-host called Selim so you guys should check that out and then there's a third um new series called The Hot Seat um where we interview notable people within the nightlife scene um and today we have the pleasure of um interviewing um someone who's really core a core person within the nightlife scene and it's the first episode so i just feel like well if it's the first episode why don't you just bring um um this guy on board so today we have uh the one and only Kojo Manuel with us today what's up man what's up dude I'm good. I'm good. What's happening? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's happening? I thought man? I thought I thought you were going to go like are you mad? What was what was Oh, it? no, I did it. I did it. That <laughs> <laughs> no, is good to be here, man. It's good to be here. Uh first episode, I like I like to, you know, be part of the beginning of 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 projects and stuff. So, it's good to be here. Yeah, thank you so yeah. much. Thank you so much. Yeah, you had a dirty December. Huh? It's always been dirty. This But, one was extra dirty. Let, let, let's let's start with this, right? I know everyone calls you um uh what you you you've transitioned from Kojo Manuel to uh what Lexis <laughs> to to what is your real name like my 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 you mean my stage name or my no yeah actual my name. actual name yeah, yeah, or yeah. birth certificate <sighs> there's always drama when i mention my name <laughs> <laughs> my actual name is Emmanuel Kojo yeah Emmanuel Jesus <laughs> so is Kwamena MP Kwesi Ata Samini. Yes, I have a list of all the Emmanuel artists <laughs> so that I don't go down alone. Yes. <laughs> I'm Emmanuel Kojo Kusi Nyantechi. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I so see. that's that's where you get the Kojo and Emmanuel. Oh, that's where you get the Kojo and the Emmanuel. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Great. 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 So Emmanuel Kojo Kusi Nyantechi. Kusi Nyantechi. So where 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 at what point in time did you go like, you know, I want to go with Kojo Emmanuel? Um, I think I I'd always had the the nickname of Lexis because of Lexis Bill because mm-hmm. Lexis Bill was a was a very uh, big presenter back in Kumasi Ecstasy mm-hmm. Capital Radio and I used to listen to him all the time to mm-hmm. a point where my friends called me Lexis oh I see right yeah but um when I started emceeing um the name was still Lexis Manuel of a sort and then at a point when I decided to take it serious I couldn't be in someone else's shadow so I had to be Kojo Manuel. You stepped out of that and then you became yeah. Kojo Manuel. Yeah. Okay, lovely, lovely. And then uh just tell tell the people what you do. Um 
right now I do a plethora of things. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like that word a lot. Uh, <laughs> I do a, a number of things. Um, I create uh, content, but I won't call myself a content creator mm-hmm. as, as such. But uh, I'm a radio presenter. I host the Drive of Your Life on YFM 107.9. I do events, and uh, I also host my own podcast uh, podcast show. Uh, mad culture. Yeah, mad culture. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's like, uh, yeah, 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 like in the creative space, just creating. Yeah, and and there's and there's a couple of projects that are coming up this year uh-huh. that would add, you know, more tags to what I already have. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so you're building Kojo Manuel as like a brand now, not just like uh, an artist type of thing. Is it, no. Is it, is it is it becoming like bigger than what you are? Yeah, definitely, person? definitely. Uh, so I had to find a different umbrella. To not make it all about Kujumano because um, just like you're doing, you're you're feeding uh, content for nightlife, for showbiz. And I'm also doing my own stuff in my own way. So uh, I built what we call a mad culture. Mm. So mad culture is more of a network that is like the umbrella that has everything underneath okay, it. Yeah. Okay, 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 awesome, awesome. All right, so a uh, big discussion was uh, Dead to December. Um, yeah. I know most of the DJs, uh, I, I think I saw, was it Adi or, or Rachel Fox? Or I think both of them, mm. uh, they dropped their calendars for December, which had like about 40 <laughs> or 50 <laughs> events. And I was like, ah, okay, you guys, if 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 this is what you're putting out, if Kojo Manor drops his list, everybody will run away. I'm sure, so how many, uh, t- tell us about Dead to December, your events, and then like your 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 general um, um, feedback. Um, de- December was quite interesting for me because um, there are a lot of people that don't realize how much work and how long you have to do this to get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said a calendar thing, it was funny to me because I've done it before. I just didn't do it this year because um, it was. I've become more business-minded with my approach with things. Mm-hmm. And not to say that what they do in it was it's a, it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying that um, there were... There are events that don't confirm to maybe like a week to it, mm-hmm. sometimes even four days to it and stuff like that. So the conversations made me feel like putting a calendar out there wouldn't be ideal for me. Mm. But then I had some of my best and worst experiences last December. You mean in terms of like your whole career? Yeah. Okay. Some of my best and worst. Okay. So so would you like to share some of your... Let's start with your best experiences. Right? Uh, best experiences is having someone like Asher Raymond walk up to you from his table, mm-hmm. come to the stage just to tell you, yo, you're dope. Oh, wow. Where yes. was this? Where was it? Where, this, where? Was, this was uh, the night before Global Citizen. Okay. At, at Frontback. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you, that, have a, you have a residency at Frontback, right? Yeah. Okay. So so the fact that I was hosting, I remember trying to, you know, save my energy for the next day because uh, I knew it was going to be a daunting task. But it was crazy because I was my back was actually turned to him. Mm. And then, like, I saw like two or three people trying to get my attention. Like, yo, somebody they call you, turn around, that's Asha. And then he's like, yeah. And I shook his hand, and then he's like, oh, you're really dope. You're really dope. Like, the way you're doing that thing, watch this, and the sounds you're making, that's really dope. And I was just there in the moment, like, this is this is crazy. And I'm not. I'm not excited about it because it's Asha. Yeah. That's what I want people to understand is the fact that so there are certain people when they compliment you because they've had so much experience yeah. in performance in co- at concerts at events all over the world all over the world when they see you and they tell you you're dope it means something mm-hmm. because they've seen people all over the world and feel like you deserve that compliment yeah. that's a big thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay that's great it was great C- congrats on that how about your worst experience 
Worst. I think I can guess, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I can guess, but I want I want to see whether I want to see whether <laughs> you lay it down for us or we will have to pull it out of you. So so the worst is is funny because for a lot of people it was actually one of those defining moments for them that Manuel is good at his job. Okay. But for me, I keep I keep touching this. But for me, it's the worst because that's the first time in my life someone threw a bottle at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it was an empty bottle, uh, but so then someone threw a bottle at me, <laughs> and that was because whiskey did not show up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, on the eleventh of December. Um, uh, I'm sure you guys know it was part of the Dirty December. I think that was one of the very first events that would usher yeah. us into into December. I think Whiskey uh, was booked for a show at the Accra Sports Stadium, yeah. and uh, I think people bought tickets to come. I, I, personally, I was in the Golden Circle. I have my, I have my, I have my, I have my reservations around the golden circle. What you guys did there, but um, no, why are you saying you guys? I'm not. Uh, you keep talking. So, <laughs> so I think, um, I think two hours or I think an hour before Whiskey yeah. was set to perform. I think Word got out that he, um, he wasn't going to perform. Um, so I want us, I want you to talk about the Whiskey concert. Like, first of all, how how did you feel one as um, an artist that was built for the event mm. and I know you you like you really wanted to prove a point with that whiskey event because mm. I, I, if you followed Kojo Manuel for a very long time he's booked for a lot of events but you hardly see him post the flyers of those particular events. <laughs> but the whiskey flyer, Kojo Manuel posted it everywhere. And I, so I think there's just a personal shot you want to <laughs> so, so, so how was like the, 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 the reception prior to the 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 whiskey events and then after that so um but like you rightly said i'm not you know social media has become something of uh we trying to like figure out how it works and get the best interaction and stuff like that that's why i don't post a lot of artworks but then this was important for me because i've watched afrobeats grow we've all watched afrobeats grow see the likes of burner boy the video whiskey sell out very big arenas so the fact that whiskey was hosting a show here at this point in his career, I felt like this was this was like a very amazing opportunity for me to show my level as well. Because if Whiskey is one of the best in the world doing a show in Ghana, and I'm lucky enough to be hosting, I was excited. However, on the day, there was a lot of things that were a little shaky, you know, from the beginning. <laughs> but this is where my problem always stems from when it comes to organizers and promoters, that. We we are talented in the sense that we are all very talented people as Ghanaians because the way we're able to pull things off without proper execution is beautiful. Mm. And that's what has brought us to a point where we do things without proper planning. Mm. And it always works that if you're able to do a freestyle it, mm. then you attack the best because, oh, when the music went off, you did this. Mm. When the this went off, but ideally that's not how it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. So now you get to a point where you're so used to those things that now there are things that you just allow them to go. And I feel like I'm also to blame for that because we are all sort of enforcing some mediocrity. I think or, or I think I think that's really it's really important that you mentioned that it's like um we we it's like everything is makeshift, right? Yeah. Everything is makeshift and yeah. then we feel like if we are able to pull through, then we should yeah. be uploaded we, we, for, we glorify, for just, the, just the bare minimum, you yeah, understand? We, but we, we glorify the Yawa <laughs> and what you did to save the Yawa. Yes. 
But then we are not trying to prevent the yawa yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as we should. Mm. So um, there are a lot of things that I felt like I ignored in the build-up. However, when the event started, it was okay. I mean, for, for Ghana standards and how things run, it was okay. It was fine. The artists started to pull up. I mean, it didn't start on time. That was a negative. But then still, as Ghana events go. So when it got to that point where I think it was Daco Vibes and then Afia, I think Kelvin Boy... And then the fear during these two performances was when I started to really question when is Whiskey coming, mm. right? And I kept asking, and the stage manager seemed to have no idea mm. of exactly when he was coming. And then I started to get worried because Fear finished performing, Fear's appearance actually made me feel like Whiskey was hit, was there. Mm. Because when you think of Fear, you think of R2Bs, you think of Whiskey, can promise. Mm. It's like a circle. Yeah. So seeing Fear made me feel like oh. It gave me extra energy. Whiskey is almost here. Let's kill this one time and then push it to the next level. Now they're like, oh, Whiskey is now moving from the hotel. That's what I was told after a fierce performance. He's now moving from the hotel, so we should hold the crowd for a bit. Mm. And then I was told, try, make an announcement and get the people from, you know, the stadium's original VIP area to move to the other area. That was the, uh, the VIP area, not the Golden Circle, mm. to the VIP area. Because we had the most people on that side mm. and they wanted to look good so they can take pictures. Mm. And that's when I was like, who are you taking the pictures for? <laughs> and then someone was like, oh, I'm sure they're taking it to Whiskey or something. And I was like, oh, why? So, why, so, so why? You're taking, they wanted to take footage of the crowd and yeah. show it to Whiskey before he comes to the concert. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, that's when, this is not to say that I knew what was going on. This is me realizing that there's some friction between the organizers and Whiskey concerning his performance. So I was on stage trying to get lost in it, but I kept coming back because I was like, yo, this is not ideal. I've been here for like 30 minutes, just me and the DJ on stage. It's not cool. Mm. I go, I come back, 45 minutes. <laughs> Charlie, what happened? It's been an hour. What did go on? So I think I was on stage by myself for, <laughs> I know definitely over like an hour, 30 minutes or something. There are points where I would just li literally leave the stage and then come back after maybe like five minutes, get some water and then come back. So I think one of those times when I came back. That's when someone threw the, the Yeah, I, I looked, I looked, I was turning to look at, it was Malik DJ, big shout out to Malik DJ. He really held yeah. it down. And then DJ Man also came on later. So I was turning around to communicate something to the DJ. So when I was turning back, then I felt something just bounce off my chest, right? And I looked <laughs> and it was an empty bottle, an empty water bottle. So I just turned around. Mind you, I've... Created a very nice bond with the people in the front. Mm. See, when you come on stage like that, the people there are the most energetic people. Yeah. They're my favorite people. Mm. And every time they'll be saying, are you mad? Hey, they'll be chanting. You can actually see the life, like, just drain out I'll of their it. face. Yeah, yeah. Because every time I came back, they got more and more quieter, more and more hostile. So then, but then when the, the person threw that thing, I turned around, everybody went like, oh, everybody, in the, that's all it was like, oh. And I was like, who did it? And then there was like a circle of boys that I'm sure one of them did. Honestly, I was way more frustrated than I <laughs> looked. Mm. So I think they thought I was just having a good time, but I was very frustrated. So I was going to react, looked inside of me and felt like it's not worth it. Yeah. And I dropped the mic and then walked off the stage. You actually dropped the mic? And yeah, then and then walked off the stage. Wow. <laughs> and I've never done that ever. I dropped the mic and walked off the stage because... Um, I wasn't getting from any information about what 
what but was happening, what's yeah. happening whether Whiskey was coming or not. And I knew Kim Promise was supposed to perform, then R2Bs, and I knew they were all at the hotel. So it's like the lack of information or communication. It was draining at some point. It was draining. And I saw the people feel this way. And I felt like the people who are organizing the event did not care enough because if it was my event, I'd be a little bothered about how the event was going mm. and the fact that it's been a DJ and an MC on stage for about two hours. Yeah. That wasn't cool. Yeah. So when I walked off the stage, I wanted to see if I would get any message. Like, And you didn't get anything? No. I just oh. sat there. It was just a couple of the stage people that were very familiar with me. They were like, oh, Manuel, the crowd, they doll as you move. And I was like... I want the organizers or the stage manager to tell me what to do. <laughs> because ideally, there's a running order. That's why there's a stage manager who's supposed to tell me what to do. It's been two hours till I, since I got the last instruction. I don't feel this is right for the crowd. So I stepped away. And then when they did. tell me what to do next, I willingly do it. And I got no information all the way till DJ Tunes came to take over. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. I, I, I still, I, I think um, the, the whiskey discussion. We are not even ending it. I think people are still frustrated about that. They, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm still traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> I'm traumatized. Whoever threw that bottle. Happy New Year. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, great. Um, let's move on. So, um, in your life as uh, an MC and uh, uh, with what you do, right? Um, I know there's like a whole thought process behind. Like you have so many events. People are like. Can you run us through how you prepare for a particular event? Um, like if you are booked for one of these, I know you. I know you've done Global Citizen, you've done Black Star Line Festival, you've yeah. done Afrochella, yeah, the other face of Afrochella and stuff like that. So how do you? I, I don't. I don't know about that, but <laughs> shout out Afro Future, as as yeah. it's called now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, for no, before that, why don't you? What before you run us through how like your your planning process? Talk us through Afro Future. And mm. I know you, you did a, um, you you went with them to South Africa this year. We went with, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went to South Africa and then um, Abidjan, uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Mm. Um, it's more or less uh, their way of building that connect in Africa so that we can have an Afro future outside of Ghana at some point, I believe, and also have like pockets of uh, events stretching out of Africa because the beauty about Afrochella of the future is that it's something that was created by people that are from here. It's by us for us. It's by us for us. So to watch it grow is a beautiful is a beautiful thing. It's, it, as opposed to other big, like Global Citizen has been all over the world and just made a stop in Accra. Mm. But Afrochella of the future will always be a Ghanaian. Mm. And so to watch it go to Abidjan and to South Africa, and then bring the likes of Whiskey and then Burner Boy and all of those is just just beautiful mm -hmm. to watch. Because I remember the first one in 2017 was Apollo Court. Very small. <laughs> very small. And then Elwak Stadium. I remember the first time they announced Elwak. I was like, Charlie, go for Phil And then it was, it was filled up. And then it's been Elwak. I feel like we'll get to a point where we would have to go to our Sports Stadium. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, the beauty yeah. of it. Yeah. Lovely, lovely, lovely. So, so what? Walk us through your journey in terms of like how you prepare for a particular event. Um, I, I, I think for me, the hype man aspect of being an MC makes it a little easy. Mm. Um, because when you know the music, you just need to have a conversation with the DJ. Mm. Sometimes people wonder like, how do you know? Sometimes we're just very familiar with the DJ or 
um, we actually have like a run through of mm. what kind of music we're going to play, what mm. kind of genres we're going to run through. Um, also, I have a very strong need to be abreast with or off, depending on <laughs> whichever word you want to use there. But um, I want to know what the event is about. I, I think I, I think that's really one of your standout points, right? I, yeah. I've seen you work on some of most of the events, and then I feel like you do a lot of research before you come on the event because yeah. it's like you have a fair understanding of everything that is happening and yeah. and, and that's really really exciting to see because I, f- I feel like it gets boring when you're moving from party to party it feels like you're doing the same thing over and over again so i need to understand the context of this particular event so i can come up with new things to say if not then it feels like oh, I just had this party yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and then last week, and then last day, it was the same thing. So now, this is Afro Future. What does it stand for? Yeah. This is Dirty Rave. It's a rave. This is Tidal Rave. You understand? Yeah. Like, Whiskey. So then you appeal to different things mm-hmm. uh, in the crowd based off what the event is. So um, I always try to be on my, like, hours before the event, I'm always on my phone trying to find out as much because you find out very interesting information, but it's not everything that's cool to say. Yeah. Or people will give you, will be excited to hear about. So you don't have to fish out what to say what to and say. even how to say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you, man, you work with a lot of celebrities, right? Um, and within, with the events and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you're a celebrity in your own space, but how do you manage dealing with these kind of people? I mean, you are closer to them. I mean, we only see them performing and stuff like that, but how do you... How do you ma- this is funny it's because you are the one asking. That's why, that's why this is so funny. But <laughs> Wait, so the question is... Uh, how, how, do you, how, do you, how do you like manage this? The, the, you see, like, celebrities have their own... Yeah. Mantra, like, how do you work with them? <laughs> What's your working relationship with them? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like the working relationship with a celebrity or an artist should be very different from your relationship with anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people get wrong. I'm not... I'm, you may see me play an artist concert over and over again. Does not mean that I have drinks with that artist. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that they come to my house or I go to their house. We just have a business relationship. I have a respect for them, and hopefully they have a respect for me. And at the end of the day, I work with a lot of pride in my work and a lot of respect as well. So um, we just have a cordial relationship. Mm. It's a cordial. If if you meet somebody and you have a bond that's beyond business Mm. and pleasantries, Mm -hmm. nobody has to tell you that. Oh, now this person feels like a friend, or we are we are getting closer. But aside that, I don't, I don't, I try my very best not to force vibes mm. with artists because I don't want to be a fan. I am a fan, but I don't want to be treated like a fan. Like a fan. Yeah. And I, I think if anybody, any artist, any DJ is listening, this is a very important thing. Be very sure to make sure there's a distinction between you being also an artist in your own right and you being a fan of the artist mm. because they have the tendency to treat you as a fan that's just in their face. And that's not to say it's a bad thing, but it's a human it's human nature. Yeah. People can see you and be like, black voter, black voter. And then sometimes you are just tired, like, oh, oh <laughs> this guy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? But then if I'm trying to work with you, I need to find a way to make you see me as a co equal in my in my own yeah, right. Yeah. As opposed to the guy that's doing black yeah, voter, that's, black that's, voter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, that's that's great. With the with the with the rise of Afro beats, right, globally. Yeah. Right. I mean Afrobeats, Whiskey, Benna Boy, Ghana, Nigeria, I'm a piano, the whole mm-hmm. African sound. Yeah. I mean, we are going global, right? Yeah. What's what are your thoughts on that? And then how do you also see like the the, the pace at which nightlife is also connecting itself in that particular uh, space? I, I I've said this before and I think I'll say the whole year into next year. Oh. So I feel like we're in a golden era. Mm. We're in a golden era of uh, music and everything African suddenly seems attractive. Mm. The jokes about fresh off the boat, you know, our accents, we smell funny, <laughs> stuff like that. Now we have Western or European artists, or people, artists all over the world trying to sound like us. I actually heard an Afrobeat song that was made by, I think, a Japanese group or a Chinese group. Wow. Yes. And if you hear it without seeing the video, you might actually think, it was an African mu- making that, that that music. You understand? We are, we are in that era, and I feel like Africans should fight for Africans. Mm. Sometimes we see that thing where we are overly starstruck by the fact that we have foreigners coming in, that we belittle ourselves and our and our people for them, mm. and half the time we want to meet them. We you know, to, we want to meet their expectations. Their expectations, forgetting that they came here to experience us. Yeah. So then if you're changing what you have, if you're changing your DJ, changing your MC, changing changing, your accent, you're changing your (laughs) accent, your setup, (laughs) so that it sounds American for the American. When the American came to Ghana Mm. for a Ghanaian experience, if I come come here, Ghana and tree and pigeon, and Ewe and something, you understand? Not come and come meet you brothelizing for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah. And I feel like that's where we lose ourselves a little bit. Yeah. And and that's why it actually goes straight into so many nitty-gritties of what I do. Like, Global Citizen, bro, I had, like, four or five outfits I could have worn. And I ended up wearing that Ghana jersey. I did that at the Cardi B show as well. And even at these Amapiano and Branch events, I wear African outfits, like the robe and mm. stuff, rhythms on the runway, yeah. all of that. I'm doing all of that just because I feel like we lose ourselves so much in trying to, like, and Rob, they'll say, you're dumbing it down. Mm. Yeah. But we shouldn't dumb it down. We should be ourselves and put value in ourselves and let them see that, okay, Blackwater is the biggest nightlife or podcaster, blogger, whatever. Uh, DJ Mike Smith is the biggest DJ. Varoski, uh, DJ Milzy, AD DJ. These are the big dogs. These are the, these are the ones that you should... You should, you should yeah, and these are the people that you should take to the next level. But half the time, you make it seem like when these artists and DJs and other MCs come in, they... We have a way of selling ourselves so short that they see us like, oh, so this is a local guy. <laughs> like, do you understand? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. and I'm saying this not because, oh, I've experienced it, but going to SA, I've said this before, going to SA made me realize that it's actually something we can do. Because in SA, I was there when Young Stunner came on stage. And there's, there's some SA girls, yo, hey. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, so he's a big deal. Daliwonga came, yo, yay. Vocalistic came, yo, and I was like, ah, so everybody, and 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 then she was like, but they also perform every other weekend in that, small that, clubs yeah, and bars, yeah, yeah, and I was like, if yeah. this happened in Ghana, go talk say you tire him. If Sakode goes, performs true. in a club every weekend, oh Charlie, but you see where they perform for, but they do that all over yeah. SA, and they still treat them like they're yeah, superstars. It's true. When we went to that's that's a very important uh, point you raised. When we went to SA, for all of like four days. Yeah. And Daliwonga was booked for four, di- four, for, days. For four days in four different do, pubs. And they were like pubs and clubs, like normal yeah. 
weekly events. Yes. You understand? At the, at it's, the it's, it's, like, it's like pulling up to, to front back and then performing a crooner and then performing a bloom. And then, <laughs> if some artists did that thing right now, if they perform for bloom, then the next day Aliba, the next day front back, the next day crooner, the next day mood. No, no, go talk, say, oh, your brand make weak. That'd be why they... But no, but that's not, that's not what the point of it is. The music and how amazing the person is trying to get in touch so that people see them like area superstars. Yeah, yeah. It's, like it's like they're in touch with them. They are, yeah. they are, they are, they are at arm's length. Yeah, yeah so, so it made me realize that there's a, there's a problem with the way we see our artists. Like, oh, Charlie and I be starting for the commots. You know, for the... <laughs> <laughs> you understand? And then I'm saying all of this because at the end of the day, it affects the way we treat them. Yeah. Yeah. And then the way we present them to foreigners, which leads them to not respect them. Mm-hmm. I don't think we realize that we lead the foreigners to not respect our artists. We complain so much about our things to foreigners to the point that they say like, oh, let this place be our. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah. And then later come and cry when they don't respect us. Great, mm-hmm. great, great. Um, um, still on the Afrobeats uh, question, right? Um, yeah. You recently re- re- released a single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you went into the music space. You went into the music. You went into the music space. Uh, tell us about that. Actually, this 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 song wasn't my first song. Mm-hmm. It's actually my fourth because the first three people don't mind. Me. <laughs> <laughs> people don't mind me the first three. Actually, my actual first song was with Kujoku and Shaker. Mm-hmm. It's called Akpa Show, and I went back to listen to it and realized that. It, it was it was actually it's actually similar to the sound we are getting right now, mm. but so big shout out to Shaker and Kojuki for that. It's called Akpa Show. I did another one with um, an artist like a budding artist called Lipstick, mm. and we featured Article One on it. It was called Concern. There's videos for all of that. I'm sure you see it and make fun of it. <laughs> feel free. <laughs> and then the third one is uh, was dropped during lockdown. Mm. That was called Time with uh, Kwamena MP. Shika and Ginger. Ginger is a Belgium-based uh, rapper. So we did all of that, all those songs, just you know. <laughs> and then I did waiting with um, Kelvin Boy and Neptunes, and then I guess that that was like better timing, yeah. or maybe it was the right sound. Yeah, but then that that one did way better than. Then, oh, then, the, then. The, the three songs I dropped before. So you guys should check that song out. Uh, you have other songs coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. This year, we they can't flood you guys. Hey. I understand. Hey. They can't flood you guys. Um, no, because of my experience of the waiting, I, I realized that m- m- like music moves a little differently. Um, and I have like a different level of respect for artists and what they do. Because like when you're dropping it, you feel like yo, it will shake the whole. <laughs> Plus, and and know that I've gone through that three times or even four times, because you thought you thought, you thought no, this is it. This is this is it. This is the Jay Z. This is going to kill everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to kill everybody. But then no. But then you drop it and then it's quiet. It's radio. It's silent. quiet and then you know the people that you expect to support you don't support you, and the people you don't expect to support you are the ones that support you. It's like it's like that. So this year we are just going to we are not going to sit on any any song that we make. We're just going to drop it. Um, I'm looking at dropping like maybe about five songs this year. Oh, crazy! And just see which one which one you guys will like. Lovely, yeah, lovely, lovely. Okay, interesting, interesting, uh, interesting topics. Uh, let's go back to uh, the MC your MC life. So you see, um, with what you do, right? Mm. Um, it comes with 
drugs, sex, <laughs> women, alcohol. The, the way your question is couched is very yeah, dangerous. So I, no, it's not like with what you do, it's a it, given. It comes with drugs. So yeah. I was like, wait, it, it, yeah, drugs. I know. No, not like, not like, not like what you. Do. I mean, the space in which you're in, right? No, I, I get you, yeah. but I'm just saying. <laughs> that's how it so comes how do you, up. how do you, how do you? Um, I, I won't even say. First of all, I will say. Because if I if I say how do you manage it, then it means you are shying. But maybe you are maybe you are in tune. Maybe some those are the things that you actually like. So, how hmm. do you how do you play around all these kinds of things within your life? Are you hmm. are you in tune with some of them? In tune can mean a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but but how do you how do you manage? How, how do, do I manage? manage okay, so how so do you manage? How do you manage the the drugs, the sex, the alcohol, the women that come with the, 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 the like? That I think I think there's a lot of self discipline that comes with this job if you want to make it. Everybody and anybody I've seen survive it have their own rules when it comes to drugs, sex, alcohol. Like everybody has their own way of, I can do this, I don't do that, mm. I don't do any of this, you know, and you have to be very disciplined because it's not easy. Mm. Um, so most of the time, people always ask me, oh, so uh, help new DJs, new MCs. And let me tell you, this is not the question, but let me tell you, let me tell you why I'm very reluctant with helping people come up. Not because of people are ungrateful, no. It's the thing of, you need a lot of self-discipline to a point that if I see you as a youngster, and you don't have that discipline, it scares me. Because I don't think you'll survive. Mm. Because right now, you, 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 you're, you've gotten to that point where your name is on every flyer. You go to the club three or four times a week. Like and you're the one on the mic. You're the one everybody's seeing. That gives you access to a lot of things. Mm. I've been in the clubs where people walk up to me and ask me for drugs. Mm. Do you have ecstasy? Do you have this year do you have that and i have to tell them i don't i don't i don't do <laughs> yeah it. but you are the poster child. like oh if you don't have it who's going to have it <laughs> no, but, but that's, that's the thing feel. yeah so, so then like oh you hang out with people yeah and I, i'm i'm going to tell this very short story and hopefully nobody figures out who i'm talking about <laughs> but there was a night my first interaction with seeing like drugs mm. properly was after an event uh, my friend was supposed to drop me off. And I was like, oh, we want to pass through this apartment, have a good time, blah, blah, blah. So we are just there chilling, talking. Let me let me use this table. So it's like... <laughs> so so then... So we, so assume that you're me, right? Mm. And you're just there and you're just talking. And you're like, oh, yeah. So the event was really good. I was like, oh, so this MC thing, how did you... <laughs> <laughs> so the person just, in the middle of the sentence, just went... <gasps> And because I wasn't looking, that noise made me turn around and realize that yo, what what yo, what is going on? Like like like, like they're doing drugs right in front of me, right? And then they're like, "Do you want to?" And I, and I'm not gonna lie to you, like in that moment, your brain just goes blank yeah. for a second because you can't believe what, what is you are witnessing, happening? right? And I'm like, "Oh no 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 no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm already wasted," you know. And you want to act like you're cool, like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, this thing, yeah, yeah. it'd be, it be, be normal, it'd be normal, thing, but say right now, <laughs> with me, I don't want. And I was like, oh, no, 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 right now, the, the things we drink, drink for that side, me, I make nice, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot better, I wake up early, see, you go talk plenty, you go explain yourself, you go explain right? yourself, you go explain plenty, yeah. but then that's that just goes to show that it's a very common thing, mm. that's why self control and discipline is very, important. very, very important. 
because sometimes you also get some some of these things for free. It's like uh, there are things that I mean you you can you can get the alcohol for free. Yeah, you can get like women Bro. walking up to you, throwing themselves no, you, like you, and stuff if you, like if you, that. If you, if you anybody that knows me very well, if it's your birthday, the easiest thing I can give you is a bottle because I have so many bottles. <laughs> because somebody just amazed at your job and they feel like you deserve a bottle. Mm. Like wherever you go, I get bottles. <laughs> And I do, I'm not a fan of alcohol yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe in very being very responsible with my drinking, especially when I'm working. Yeah. So if I'm working, I don't drink. Okay. If I'll drink, then it's going to the end of the night. I know that I have an hour more. I'll take one or two sips and then go home. Yeah. I'm not I'm not somebody that believes in working with alcohol or drugs. Because mm. it messes with your mind. You can't concentrate. You don't you can't come you can't come up with Things that make sense. You can mm. come up with cool things when you're wasted. Mm. Not gonna lie, but that's not the way to go because your body builds this familiarity with the alcohol, and then you get to a point you just need to take more, mm. take more of the drugs, take more of everything. So mm. if you want to sustain your 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 career, then then if you're able to stay away <laughs> from it hundred percent, I know people that don't drink, don't smoke. They, they lie about the sex, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you need to really watch yourself. You need to be very disciplined. Okay. Um, what 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 frustrations do you normally face in uh, in, in your work? Like, what 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 do you do? You sometimes face some like you go like I you know I Charlie, uh, <laughs> yeah Charlie. This 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 is crap. Like, what kind of frustrations do you normally face within your work? First of all, before that, right? My problem is where to start from. Before that, <laughs> right? Before that, right? I think one important discussion that we haven't touched on is. I, I, can you give us the difference between an MC and then a hype man? Oh, I love I, I love to explain this. Yeah, I, 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 love, I love people <laughs> feel it's the same thing. No, it's not I, the same thing. Yeah, so, so is there, there's a difference, right? Yeah. Okay. So a hype man is purely performative. You're, you're hyping the crowd along with music usually. Mm. So you're coming in with a DJ, you're playing a set. Mm. So let's say you have, let's say, 30 minutes or an hour, mm. or maybe it's a, it's a club. So a club doesn't need an MC, it needs a hype man. Okay. Because the music is playing all the time and mm. your job is to hype over the music. Mm. So ideally, a club a hype man is you are performing for, let's say, four hours or three hours set with the DJs. Mm. If it's a concert like Afro Future, like Dirty Wave, whatever, because of performances, that one is more clear cut because then, let's say, DJ Loft or somebody comes over and then he has to play for 20 minutes yeah. and then your job is to hype it. In that moment, you are a hype man. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right? Okay. It's not the hype man's responsibility to introduce an artist. It's the MC's responsibility. It's the MC's responsibility to tell you where the bathroom is. The <laughs> MC's responsibility to ask you if you're ready to see this artist to tell you who is the sponsor of the event, to tell you the idea behind the event. To tell you that your car is burning. Your, your car, car is here. burning. <laughs> Go and check on it. That's an MC's job. Because the MC is, is taking you through the event. You're navigating the event with the MC. He is telling you, this is the time for ABC. It's the time for the hype man. Hype man's job is purely to come and jam with a DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've, I've had, I think I've told you this before, that I've had an instance where I had a back and forth with an organizer and then they they wouldn't pay the amount I wanted. And I said that... Yeah, you're expensive. Yeah, we know that. Kojo Manuel <laughs> is very, very expensive. We can't so, afford him. Yeah, in 2023, we, we, I won't say no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I told I told them that my rate for being a hype man is different. Is lower than my rate for being the MC. Mm. 
and they were willing to pay the hype man fee and not the MC fee. And I told them that do you understand that you are paying for a hype man, not an MC? And they said, Yeah, whatever. As long as you are coming, you need to be there at this time. I was like, cool. So when the event was going on, they wanted me to be an MC. Thank God there was also there was another MC. So I was like, no. Go and do ABC. That was like, no, that's not a job if I have one. And I was, I was a pain in the ass just for one day. And we had to resolve issues. And years after, they understood it. And then the conversation was different. But I feel like people always think MC Hype Man is the same. No, it's, 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 not. it's not the same. Yeah, because you won't book a Hype Man to do a wedding reception. Mm-hmm. You book an MC, but you book a Hype Man for an after party. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, the same. Yeah. yeah. You're in your... Um in what you do, right, uh, the MC hype man space, I know there are not a lot of you guys within the the, the industry. We are plenty. So oh, like, we are, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, so, like you guys are not a lot in the industry. That, does that does that worry you in any way? I mean, like for every single event, we can mention about. If we are not mentioning you, we are mentioning probably Sheldon. We are mentioning. Um, very much from bills. Some bills. We are um, mentioning L Baby. L Baby. Yeah, mention uh, uh, LLBJ. Uh-huh. LLBJ. Yeah. Handsome fella. Handsome fella. How, how did you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the co-host. I don't know where he is. Where, where is Handsome fella? Where Where is this guy? <laughs> yeah. So you see, and then let's go. Even for you, no, it's, it's no, a struggle for you. No, so, it's it's not you, a struggle. Be, no, because I feel like I know where your question is coming. The The, the question is, I think you are more used to the top MCs. Mm. Right, there's a lot of uh, or hype men. Mm. You are very used to those. Okay, but then of course there are ones that are lesser known. There are ones mm. that are new in the industry that sometimes you don't. F- when you make a list like this, you don't want to add them. Not mm. because they are dope, but you, they are not dope or something. But it's like you feel they haven't gotten to that point. Mm. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of us. If okay. you have to list everybody, mm. there's a lot of MCs and mm. hype men. I recently posted a video of uh, Gan MC at I don't know if it was an outdoor or a funeral or whatever. Crazy. I couldn't understand what he was saying, but bro, that that thing was fire. Do you understand? And those people, uh, I I went to I think Cape Coast to do. We, we did an event for one brand I don't want to mention. And when we got to the pub, the in-house MC, they, they, they actually told him that, oh, Manuel is here. And then he came like, oh, should I give you the mic? And I was like, no, we officially start at eight. And it was like seven-ish. And for some reason, I think he was under pressure for some reason. <laughs> and then he was doing his thing, doing his thing. And just before he handed over the mic, he came to ask me, what do I think of him? And I was like, to be very honest, I don't feel I should go after you. And he was confused. Like, yo, you're very dope. The only difference between you and I is maybe I had opportunities mm-hmm. that you didn't have. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm better than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you were in a car and had similar opportunities like me, probably be ended up like mm-hmm. in maybe a higher position because you are very dope. And it's like, this is the most amazing thing anybody has said. And I was like, bro, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people just focus on who they think who, is up who there. they who they think is up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Um, we 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 may be getting to the end of the discussion. Right. right. Yeah, but very uh, little violence. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, but, uh, but, but I feel like it's not a, you're bringing the violence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah. The, the, no, no, no. I think well, I think with this right, we're gonna we're gonna ha- we should have a, a a second one. I'm gonna actually put you on the hot seat. I understand that. I'm we, gonna, we I'm, can never f- uh, have yes. a conversation and we'll, we'll be conclusive ever, <laughs> <laughs> ever. It's never. We have part two, part three, part four. We, we can have like part two, part three, <laughs> yeah. part four. But uh, as we get to the end, uh, I know you 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 work hard and all that. How do you how do you take time off? How do you deal with your mental health? When I came in, what's the first thing you said? I've forgotten. No, when I entered the studio. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're like, I just woke up. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I try my very best to sleep a lot because I feel like sleep is like the ultimate reset button for your body. So um, the, the only unfortunate thing is when you don't have like a proper sleep pattern, because of the hours you work, then it becomes difficult to sleep sometimes. So um, in between events, I try my very best to sleep. Mm-hmm. Even if I get two hours, I value it because the energy I'll get from two hours is way more than anybody will get out of drinking mm-hmm. or taking mm-hmm. drugs or anything mm-hmm. because I don't indulge in those things. And I feel like you just have to rest. Yeah. Rest, take a shower, you're good. That's how you deal with it. Yeah, that's how I deal with it. And I try to... Stay hydrated. Try to drink as much water as you as can. As you can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So give me. I, th- I just realized it sounds very corny because <laughs> I I did the whole stay away from drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, kids, stay away from drugs. That's a lot of sleep. Drink water. Nobody's it's true. <laughs> but it's you'll be true. on the mic and telling us, "Are you mad? <laughs> are you? Mad? I want to know what you're sipping on." Yeah. No, why are you asking us and now you're telling us to drink water? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying. No, see. My my problem is with the abuse of alcohol. Okay. Not with the drinking of it. Because I can I I won't tell you that I don't drink. Mm. I do. But you see, the minute I say I drink, people look at you like you're drunk. <laughs> so when you drink very moderately, you are very very much inclined to say I don't yeah, drink or yeah, I don't really yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah. So that people understand what you mean. Because I don't like the feeling of being drunk. Yeah. So I drink if I'll drink very moderately. Yeah. And not when I'm working. Okay. So um uh, what 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 plans do you have for Kojima in 2023? Like, what what should we expect? What should the people expect from you? Um, this year, there's a couple of things. I already mentioned the music aspect where I'm trying. I'm looking to drop about five songs, uh, by December. Um, I'm also looking to drop some merch, um, in the course of the year. Uh, maybe next month on and before before he continues right like we actually signed it was a whole fight between Kojo Manuel and us and and myself Kojo Manuel is actually wearing a black Volta hat but he's turned it I, I like he says he won't show it you understand so I, before he continues he's wearing a black Volta hat okay let's continue <sighs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> that it's a black Volta as long as you can't tell what it is from the back it's cool all right, all right, but yeah. but I'll be dropping some merch. Honestly, th- the idea was to just make the clothes for myself. Um, the truth of the matter is, let me even give you the backstory. It's funnier because before Black Star Line Festival, uh, by chance of rapping Vic, I realized that I had run out of the clothes that I enjoyed wearing. See, that I had clothes, but it's like the ones I like to wear. I'd run out of, and I took it to the laundry and they didn't come back <laughs> one time. So then I actually went to the extent of actually m- making someone make an Are You Mad shirt for me just to wear because I didn't I, I didn't want to go out to buy a new shirt. So I just make an Are You Mad shirt and let me just wear a jacket over it. And then a lot of people saw it and they're like, yo, we like this. I want one, I want two, I want three. And I was like, okay, 
then you have to make something for the people if that's what they want. So you're, you're bringing merch, you're dropping songs. Yeah, and also Kojo Mano, the Kojo Mano concert that happened at Aqua Sports Stadium. <laughs> We're going to have <laughs> the first proper one. <laughs> oh, so you're going to do your own... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do my... I'm going to start doing my own events. Um... For for now, the date is a little shaky, but I know it's going to be March. Okay. Yeah, early March. Okay. Yeah, so it's going to happen. So if you okay. watch out, that Kojo Manuel concert where the artists need <laughs> to show up. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about uh, uh, um, all these things are like local? Do you have any any plans internationally? Yes. Um. So so there's a lot that I think we've had like similar conversations of uh, about how things happen outside of Ghana as opposed to how it happens here. Um, I think if you're trying to travel, there's a lot of connect and a lot of unusual conversations you need to have to make mm. it happen. But I'm definitely looking to travel outside of uh, outside of Ghana, uh, hopefully do a tour. Uh, hey, hopefully. Could you manual tour? But, 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 but I'm Are not, you mad? Are you mad global so, tour? <laughs> <laughs> No, so so I'm looking at it like me, my opportunity to experience um, other cultures and also introduce them to the Ghanaian culture. Okay. Um, because when we went to SA, people were saying Abonting. Mm. And I literally had to teach them, like, that's what it means. And I think that's one of those things that really excites me. So we're looking to travel more. Um, I, can't, I can't say anything right now, but when it happens, definitely. You'll be the first to know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lovely, lovely, lovely. As we end uh, the podcast, um, you know I'm going to ask you these questions anyway. I'll put you on the spot. So, mm. um, Wait, wait. Before, before, before we get there, before you put me on the spot with your violence. So the event I'm trying to do, the Kojo Manuel event, is actually going to be an avenue to uh, bring up new DJs a new hype man. Oh, I see. So yeah. I'm going to give opportunity to lesser known DJs and hype men to be on the event. And we're, I'm, I'm looking to do it every other month, like every two months or every quarter. So it's it, it happens it's enough for people to, to get familiar with the upcoming DJs and the hype men. So as soon as I put it out there and you guys know, know that that's, that's, that's the real aim of it because I, I feel like people don't see the value of DJs and hype men well enough. So we should put in Measures to make it so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the talk, the talking is just too much. It's just right. yeah. It's so let's time, so yeah, let's do something. Yeah, let's let's put some action to it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So as we as we we're ending the the this particular episode, mm-hmm. um. Just give us your aside. You who 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 do you also look up to within? Um. Do you have like any first of all? Do you have any like mentors? Do you have like one or two mentors? And who do you think is also like killing it in your space? Um. When it comes to mentors, um, Eddie Blay is always going to be on top of the list. Eddie Blay, Eddie Blay for me, uh, and uh, Soman, Nokus. Uh, Nokus is... Wow, Nokus. Nokus, yeah. yeah. So, so I, I mean, if you watch my old my, my old interviews, you don't hear me mention someone like Nokus and it, because those ones, I had to experience them. Like, Eddie Blay, we know Eddie Blay off TV yeah. and stuff, but when we do YFM events and he takes the mic... Or Norcus takes the mic, then everybody feels like, oh, oh, damn, <laughs> yeah, because and he's done it for, and it, both of them have done it for so long, and I feel like they don't even get the proper rep and and the kind of respect that they deserve because they've done it for so long. And right now, I can be at an event and hand the mic over to Norcus, and then you'd be like, Manuel, go and sit down. <laughs> like we don't need you on the mic anymore because it's like experience and proper talent over the years. So. Eddie Blade, Norcus, 
I think in some aspects to Bolare, um, because of how he has turned the career around into something that's really Formidable, bigger than yeah. that. And um, I always give props to Lexis Bell because at some point, I, li- I paid attention to him so much that his name became my name. So, name. And, and, and that was where my love for radio came from. So, yeah, I'll give him that. that, that. Okay. Any, any, any other guys that are shining um, within your space that you want to give? There's, there's a lot of new MCs and I'm really excited with, with what they're doing. Um, shouts to Accra Mayor. Shouts to Influence. Um, this is where you go forget names and get into trouble. Uh, Accra Mayor Influence. Um, Nicole, there's a guy called Nicole, right? Um, I feel like we have so many Kweku Jinja, MC Skiddle. Yeah, all these guys are coming up, and maybe people people won't give them the rep right now. But I me, mean, what I'll say is, at that point in my career as well, nobody did see me, so it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal. But my advice is, they shouldn't be in a rush. There are lots of things that you learn as you build up. You don't want to put in so much effort and get to that level and then realize that you can't maintain it and then drop back down. Mm. So learn as much as you can because definitely the era of the commotion, promotion and stuff, move commotion is back in the game, but then there was a point where you know that it was all about commotion. There's a point where you realize, that, oh, it was Sheldon, then Sean Bills, OG, Manuel. That will also fade out and it will be your time but learn as much as you can so that when you get to that point, you won't be the one the kids will look at and be like, this is a bad example. Because mm, mm. they won't tell you when you're a bad example. Though. <laughs> Don't be a bad example. <laughs> For learn, reach there because some kid will go watch you and tell you, say you be a bad example of what an MC or hype man should be. Lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely. And uh, give me your top three DJs that you've, you love working <laughs> oh, with. Oh my goodness. Top three. No sugar quotes in top three. Top three DJs. That you've worked with and going like, you know what? Hey, sh- let's make it five. Okay. Because <laughs> three, three, wahala. <laughs> In no particular order, ADDJ, DJ Loft, DJ Mike Smith, DJ Varoski, <sighs> DJ Milzy. So these five? Yeah. These five? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> you see the way I know what you the whole time I mentioned. <laughs> Anyway, no, these these are the five. Not not to not to say like other. Not to discredit any other DJs. other people, but then um, these are the five that come to mind. Because if you leave me, then we are going to slide beats. The Max DJ, okay, okay, F the okay. DJ, okay. DJ Sleep. Don't be political about the answer. Could you man DJ Pizarro? <laughs> hey Pizarro. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, P Raven. Make us stop. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've come to the end of the, the podcast session. I hope you guys uh, totally enjoyed it. This is just the first series. Um, I think what we'll do is we'll move Kojo Mano to the uncut. Uh, we, should, we, should put you, we should put you on the uncut Wait, what happens on the uncut? That's what you need to find out. That's what you find. No, but how I go if you go there when I don't know what you they wait, do? You wait. You wait. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure they will even they you, they will even invite you. You want to come on that show, so watch out for but that. But on cut sounds like no mercy for the crew. Yes, no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was the lovely interviewing uh, Kojo Manuel. We thank you so much for coming through. Um, yeah. uh, where where can they find you? 
where can they find you on a, on a, on a weekly basis? On a, no, you see, it's, right now it's not about the location. Mm. Send body, don't send location. Yeah. <laughs> send body, don't send location. You understand this in about a month. Hey, send, what I just said. Send body, send body don't send location. Hey, new ad libs. New ad libs <laughs> No, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm at front back most of the time. Um, Tuesdays, I'm at Kruna. Wednesdays, I'm going to be a play. And then <laughs> Wednesdays, I'm going to be a play. Tuesdays, I'm at Kruna. Fridays, from back. Some Sundays and some Saturdays even are from back because that's where my residency is. Uh, in between that, uh, if there are events, I share it on my social media at K-O-J-O-M-A-N-U-E-L. Kojomano, K-O-J-O-M-A-N-U-E-L. Yeah, on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, everywhere. Snapchat is K-O-J-O-M-A-N-U-E-L. Lovely. Yeah, lovely, lovely, lovely. All right, so guys, um, likes, like, uh, comment, subscribe, uh, continue messing with uh, the Black Water Nightlife podcast. New series, new new content, new episodes coming through. I'm sure the next episode you'll probably see handsome fella in here somewhere. I don't know where he's in, where, where, wherever he is, but thank you so much for pulling He's up. indulging. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kojumano, would you, would you like to end it with uh, your signature, your signature uh, ad lift? No, no, at this point, it's my show. Listen. <clears throat> It's my show right now. Okay, guys. So thank you so much for watching the uh, Black Voter Nightlife podcast, right? Uh, with myself, Kojo Manol, as the host, temporarily. Not this guy. Um, always keep watching. Know that if enjoyment today, anyway, be here today. See? So big shout out to all the bad men with the energy and the bad girls with the bunda. Shout out to you. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs>